0: everyone, welcome to There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osazé Shabazz. Each week, I talk about the difficult situations we face by peeling back the layers of politics, education, and culture. Today is October 22nd, 2021. I know it's been a while since I've been on here, been dealing with... Personal matters, getting things back in line, back on track. Uh, needless to say, been communicating mostly through social media. Um, if you still want to just hear my views, read my thoughts and opinions, you are more than welcome to go to my Facebook page, my Instagram link, uh, Twitter. Everything is under There's a system to this madness where pretty much on a daily basis, I was just expressing little snippets of current issues. Like I said, my thoughts, views, opinions. However, I know that, you know, the podcast is something that I committed myself to um, doing on a regular basis. Basically, I guess something about hearing a person's voice speaking the thoughts that they have versus just printing something or posting something in social media. But again, um, want to apologize for the delay of things. Will do my best not to allow some things to sidetrack me. Like, again, I'm not going to make no excuse, but you know, like I said, when I make a commitment to something, I try to hold up my end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. With that being said, you know, I'm not going to, of course, do no review of all the things that I've missed. Something's always going on in the world every day. But I want to say that it's funny. I think the subject that I'm going, I'm looking at now, it pretty much was the same subject matter that was in place the last time I spoke Pretty much um, getting bills passed by the party, the supposedly party that's in control, which to my understanding is the Democrat Party. They control the White House, the House of Representatives, and the Senate. However, nothing has been done. Nothing has been done. It's the two individuals in the Senate that still got it locked down, Joe Manchin. Christie cinema, no George Floyd bill, no infrastructure bill, no nothing. Nothing has not changed in that time span, which, you know, not to harp on that and make that as a driving force to not prompting me to get back on this mic. But every day I would look and say, there's nothing really new to talk about that was just hard driving, you know, it's kind of, I guess, I don't want to say stupid. I don't want to say ill productive. But when I think about the last time I was on here, I think it was in August and this was the subject. And as I look at the circumstances today, I have developed a different view, a different opinion of Joe Manchin in regards to what he is doing, I guess, to the Democrat Party, and how he is, you know, and I hate to use the word. I originally put the word detrimental, but I don't think he's detrimental. I just, I, you know, as as I've shared with individuals on this podcast, I'm a student of the forty eight laws of power, which, by the way, I. Got my new book by Robert Greene called The Daily News, which pretty much is a culmination of all of his books. It's just more like a daily journal reading different laws every morning and just, you know, for me, I read them. I think about them, how I can apply it for what I got scheduled for today or did I even observe what I read yesterday morning and the new law that I'm reading today, did I observe that whether it was yesterday or in the very near past, I guess. And I always try to implement those laws into things that I see on a daily basis, like, you know, just like with the Joe Mansion, which one of the laws always stay be formless, never show your hand you know, pretty much never take sides. In my opinion, thinking like that, it has occurred to me that now Joe Manchin is probably the most powerful person in Washington. I mean, he is literally not only running the Democrats, but he's running the whole Senate, the White House, and this includes the president and the vice president and the House, the whole DNC, he has this leverage. And for some reason, I don't know if it's really something that he is holding out for, and they just haven't stepped up to that price. Because I believe everybody, especially a congressman, a Senator, a politician can be bought. I'm sorry. I just, that's just my, that's just my views on it. Everybody got something that they want, especially when you have a state that you represent. There's something that your state, the surrounding States could benefit your people. Something that you can take home and say, because of this, I was able to get that. I believe no doubt that a bill like the infrastructure bill would benefit the residents of West Virginia. Now, something like a George Floyd bill. No, what the fuck? I mean, come on now. I don't know what the percentage of black people are in West Virginia, but let's be real. First of all, the fact that Joe Manchin is a Democrat out of West Virginia, even um, Christy Sinema out of Arizona. That's amazing in itself, much less states that have a small number of African-Americans. So basically, Joe Manchin is really saying, why the fuck I need to support a George Floyd bill, much less if I support it. You got to give me something. Because if you don't, it's going to sit Which ironically, you know, he was all for Juneteenth. You know, go figure. They jumped on that shit like it was nothing. And you got to realize that George Floyd bill. Yeah, that's that's a game changer. Juneteenth. That ain't shit. You know, that's just another extra barbecue. And really two weeks before, two, three weeks before the 4th of July. So it's just back to back cookouts for people. But, I, you know, the thing is, I still believe there's something that he wants I believe that the Senate majorities know what he wants. For some reason, I don't know if it's just so great that they're like, we can't give it to him, or it's just unrealistic. But it's just, in my opinion, in regards to those 48 laws of power, the concept. I have to admit, I admire what he's doing. And I mean, he's holding steadfast. I think what bothers me is that during the campaign when they was trying to get the Senate, especially um in Georgia, when they got the two Democrats um elected, and pretty much everything um was put in place that the Democrats would would have majority. I don't see how the party's leadership, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. I don't see how they did not see this because it was no doubt in my mind, Joe Manchin and his campaign was already plotting. I mean, they wasted no time in saying, okay, yay, we won, but we stepping aside. We're going to be on the fence. And that right there, that just shot him straight, straight up. So I don't understand how they did not see this, how they couldn't say that we're going to take control of the Senate. But Joe Manchin is going to be a problem. But, I, I you know, I just I don't understand. To me, that's poor. That's poor planning because you always when you plan a strategy, you always got to plan and max out all of the possibilities that could happen. And, you know, it's just what is so ironic is that Joe Manchin, he's a senator from West Virginia. And I should I should have done my own um, research on this. But it, what what is the black population in West Virginia? So why would he be leaning towards doing things or giving up his power so that can benefit the black population of this country? You know, to help states like Georgia and Alabama, places like that, to help these individuals gain voting right actions. I don't understand how people cannot see for him taking his stance, it's win win. Because his number one priority is to serve the people of West Virginia. And by serving the people of West Virginia, that secures his job, his position. The main thing of a politician is to continue to get reelected, especially a U.S. Senator. Shit, that's. I want to say that's probably more powerful than a president. The only difference is, yeah, senators, you know, you got a collective group. But think about it. Every now and then the stars line up where you're in a situation where Joe Manchin is more powerful than the president of the United States. Joe Biden took office and hadn't really been able to really incorporate shit. And he has control of. Everything. The Republicans still have, they pretty much still control everything. They still, and their plan from day one was to wait 24 months till the midterms and campaign on the idea that nothing has changed, nothing got done, and they could use the fact that nothing got done Because of a Democrat senator. See, it's not like they can say, well, we did this shenanigans and all this type of stuff that held them up. No, they don't even have to say it was us, a Democrat running against a Republican senator or House member or whatever, state level, whatever. They can't say we were not able to get nothing done because of Republicans holding things up. They don't have that option. Everything is being held up because of one particular individual. Even these voting rights, when the next elections come, you're going to see issues at the polling stations. You're going to see recounts over and over and over. All of this would be resolved in the George Floyd voting rights bill. I mean, excuse me, I'm I'm saying George Floyd, forgive me. John Lewis, voting right bill. I think I said it a couple of times. I apologize for that. The John Lewis voting right bill, even the George Floyd policing action, that would make major changes to policing. Again, these are things that would benefit black people. Joe Manchin is like, fuck that. I don't, what does what West Virginia got to do with that? Nothing, nothing at all. But people are like, you know, you know, why is he doing this? Why, why wouldn't he do this? Why wouldn't he? This is October. We're in the middle of October. This year is almost over. One year is gone. And what has been accomplished in the first year of this administration Jack shit, nothing, nothing. Right now, i change the subject. Right now, the um Ahmad Aubrey case is slowly but surely getting on the way. They're still in the middle of the jury selection. Now I gotta remind people, Ahmad Aubrey was murdered before George Floyd. George Floyd case is coming on if you want to say the results were positive, um, of course, Breonna Taylor, you know, she ain't get shit. There are other cases that still hadn't come to light, but one of the cases at the forefront was the Mark Aubrey case. In fact, it was almost one of the first ones that took place at the beginning of uh, 2020. So the thing is, um, they got the, they're in the process of the jury selection and it, it looks like for that county, pretty much a predominantly white county, since there is some media coverage in that direction, it looks like people are going to make sure to the best of their abilities that this trial is done To the letter of the law. So I would say right now. If you are a. Murdering racist. Pretty much. You probably got a. Very high percent chance. You're going to get convicted. And you're going to spend. A good number of years. In prison. That's just what I'm predicting. And I think. It's one thing to have Derek Chauvin be convicted in Minneapolis, but have uh, a little rural, small town in Georgia. If these three individuals, and I think the the father and the son are definitely be convicted. Now, the guy who lied and, you know, tried to say he wasn't a part of it, you know, and all the time, the motherfucker in there filming and shit and saying he was just a, a bystander. I just don't see him doing some jail time or serious because, if you know, if anything, his video is going to pre- pretty much save him because it's going to show that he didn't have nothing to do with it. When all the time he was a part of it. But, of course, you know, he ain't going to own up to that. But I think the father and the son. Yeah, them two. That's flat out murder. They premeditated that. They were expecting him to come by. They were prepared. And like I said, the guy that took the video, he was prepared. They, was, they were all in it on together. However, yeah, I mean, if they're being tried separately, then yeah, the guy, the, the, the video camera guy, I guess. I don't know their name. It ain't even worth me learning their names. But uh, it's really, he's going to get slapped on the wrist. So, but like I said, you know, I'm curious to see how this is going to go. But that, that was set a precedence in an area like that. Um, next thing I want to talk about, you know, of course, we're still dealing with COVID. It's like, just when you think there's a break, the numbers go up. In fact, as of this day, um, you know, there are booster shots that are being available. There's information saying things like where you can now mix If you got Moderna as your primary shots and you can get the Johnson and Johnson or whatever as your booster shots. So those are the things that um, are now coming out with COVID. You know, Colin Powell, who recently passed away, you know, of course, you know, he was vaccinated and then, you know, they quick to say that he was vaccinated. For covid and pretty much he died from covid complications. But what they failed to realize or fail to say to you, Colin um, Powell also had cancer and pretty much that played a part in his weakened immune system. And see, this is something that, you know, a group of us was talking about the other day. They don't tell you. The vital key information about covid. One of the things that, you know, they don't they don't tell you that 40 percent of the individuals that have passed away from COVID had diabetes. You know. 70 percent of the people that are hospitalized, they had to go to the hospital due to COVID. They are obese. They're not telling you things like simply exercising at least 30 minutes a day is vital because it's all connected to your immune system. And the sad part is, I know some of this information has gotten out. I know they are not blasting it across the TV screens and, you know, they're not because that's corporate dollars. If somebody told you, you eat a hamburger from a fast food restaurant and it's going to kill you, Think about the ripple effect that not only just that fast food restaurant, the employees, the stock, everything, especially if it's a worldwide fast food restaurant. Because, you know, these things, when, when I look at, oh, my God, it's like when I look at Chick-fil-A and I mean 24-7, Well, it's obvious Chick-fil-A is not open 24-7. They don't even open on Sundays but it never fails during the operating hours. When I say that fucking line is, wraps around the building and into the streets. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? Are, these, are they putting crack in the batter? Is that the secret? the secret sauce? It's like, what? Don't get me wrong. Chick-fil-A is good. But see, my and, you know, it's so funny. The thing that keep me out of fast food lines is I don't like waiting in line. That defeats the purpose. When I see that line and it's like four or five cars, I'm not waiting. I'm like, you know what? I'll go home or, you know, not to advertise, but I'll do DoorDash. But I just when I see people just waiting, it's like, nah, I just go home, make me a damn grilled cheese sandwich or something like that. But when I think about the main number one fact to offsetting COVID is building your immune system. We talking about the time it takes you to flip through your 400 channel TV program. You could have done 30 minutes of exercising every day. Yeah, they'll tell you 30 minutes of exercise three to four times a week. No, it's bullshit. You should be able to get off your ass for one hour every day to exercise. Go for a good walk. And even from there, start off with a walk. Then increase your pace. Set a time. See how far you can go in 30 minutes in one direction and every day try to beat that time. And then from there, maybe switch it up, jog or trot for 15 seconds and then walk for two minutes. For every two minutes, jog or trot, then change that jog or trot to a little sprint for 15 seconds. Then make the 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, and then maybe, you know, two Two to five minutes and you will watch how your distance increase. You will watch how your calorie burn will be higher. This is how you beat COVID between dieting and exercising. But see, this is this is not this is not what they're going to tell you. This is not what they're going to say. You know, it, and it's amazing how you got some people. You got people that are right beside you that are hanging with your sick ass catching everything and that person don't catch nothing. To this day, I have not had COVID. To this day, I have not missed a day of work. And I go out in the field just about every day. I'm not going to say every day, but in seven days, Even Let me me rephrase that. Work-related, I might go out anywhere between three to four days each week. However, just going out, grocery store, to the gym. I go to the gym whenever the gym is open. So we're talking about five days a week at least. But like the other days, when the gym gym is not open, I go walk a trail. I'll get my bike. I'll go hike the mountain, but I get out. I go to the grocery store roughly pretty much almost every three days because that's how I do my grocery shopping. I go to different places. I don't, you know, I don't been to football games. I don't been to basketball games, baseball games. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the state of Georgia. I don't been to football games in Florida. Miami Hurricane game, packed sold out, shoulder to shoulder. People wear masks, people don't wear masks. I done been to the theater, you know, concerts, wearing a mask, sometimes, you know, for every 15 minutes sitting in a theater with a mask on, sometimes I got to just take it off, catch a breather, take a little sip of my drink or whatever, and pretty much, but, and I've shared with, with most of you, because I had open heart surgery. I'm not I'm, I'm just I'm not allowing something like this to take no more of my time. With my personal issues with. My surgery. Getting back on my feet. Just as I was able to lift my head and I'm like, OK, 2020 going to be a great year. First two months, January, February, great, March, we get COVID. Becomes a ghost town. I'm like, Jesus. You know, paying respect because they're scaring you to death and whatnot. Several months pass before you're like, okay, I'ma, I'm gonna I'm stick, dip my toe back into the water. And pretty much 2021, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gone. I'm doing, I'm I'm flying, I'm taking trips, I'm hanging out. Uh the number of you know lives that have been lost you know personal loss is just to me my mindset is i don't even like the term we can do it tomorrow i'm at the point now i don't even want to i don't even want to say that yes i will plan for tomorrow i will be prepared for tomorrow i put some money away just for a rainy day case something happens Tomorrow, But if it's not 12 o'clock midnight and somebody just say, hey, I want to talk to you. Can I see you? You're not going to hear me say anymore. Well, can we do it tomorrow? Because I am living proof. I'm a living witness. You literally may not get tomorrow. So that's why that's my views that's my views on how i'm trying to live like i said i respect covid but i'm just not going to let covid shut me down i believe in going in a grocery store like i said i've been vaccinated i believe in going in a store wearing a mask because i'm respectful of my fellow man i'm not one of these motherfuckers that be driving in their car with a damn mask on i or walking outside on a bike trail, or hiking a mountain, or just walking outside in general with a damn mask on. Say, so you know, to me, you get to the point where that's just plain paranoia. But in terms of indoors things like that, yes, I'm I'm courtesy of and respectful of other people's feelings and concerns. Like I said, you know, that's just my mantra in life. But let me let me I want to ask y'all something cuz this shit happened to me. Airport security and guns. Okay. Getting ready to take a trip. Forgot to take my gun out of my briefcase. Y'all probably know the rest. Set off a chain reaction before you know it I'm in handcuffs. I'm heading down to Clayton County cuz uh, Hartsville International though it's Atlanta Hartsville International part of it is in Clayton County so you go to Clayton County in fact Atlanta police will take you to Clayton County pretty much they set a bail, uh, bail of $3,500 you can bail yourself out it's almost so it's almost so convenient and what I realize is that while I was there there were a couple of people Same thing, you know, they will even say, yeah, we had several people yesterday. We had several people this morning. You in this holding cell with a few people. It's because it's just Georgia being a gun state, you know, and the the majority of people that violated it, ladies, because a lot of women have guns in their purse and they don't give it a second thought. They'll run to the airport with that gun in their purse and woo 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 and that's it you, you in cuffs and you heading down to clayton county and pretty much i just always wondered, how is it that georgia is a gun state and i'm not saying that guns should be carried in the airport but you would think the commonality of a mistake of bringing a gun in an airport and if they see it they check your background, say, okay, this guy's not on nobody's list. And it's like, you know, even you say, okay, we're gonna confiscate your gun, you gotta go to court, you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay a fine, they give you a ticket, but you got to be arrested, you gotta post bail. That's the biggest crock of bullshit. But if I had a if I had a carry permit, which ironically mine, I let mine expire. I had a carry permit I would have I would have got hit with a fine because really what they're saying it wasn't that I brought the gun in the airport it was the fact that I had the gun in my briefcase so it was concealed so carrying a concealed weapon is why I was arrested again how full of shit is that and what even made it worse The individual I was with, they have a carry permit. Had they been beside me, they could have took ownership of the weapon. And again, would have just been hit with a penalty. I mean, you know, this is how ass backwards George is. But either way, you know, either way, it's obvious I'm out, you know, posted bail, yada, yada, yada. I don't understand why they took my briefcase. You know, I I not really understand why they took my gun. I get that why they took the gun. But my understanding, they talking about they can keep the gun. They can keep the briefcase. That part I don't understand. I don't. But like I said, um, I'll find out more information when I um, contact my court hearing and all that stuff next week. But anyway... Again, want to apologize for the long delay. I'm going to do my best to stay current with information and these podcasts. I feel that I'm back on track. Hopefully I can um, keep that promise to try to deliver at least a podcast. You know, originally I said, you know, once a week, you know, started out trying to do five days. That was just. Too much of a fast turnaround. Um, So I'm looking at anywhere between seven, maybe 10 days, every 10 days. However, again, please follow my Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram, where I do my best to just post things on a daily basis, expressing my views, expressing my opinions. I love the comments. Some of them are batshit crazy, but comment is a comment some of them i try to personally answer some of them are just so off the top that i'm like i don't even have an answer for it you know i just kind of shake my head at it or think okay this person just missed the whole gist of what i'm trying to say but again same thing with this podcast please 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 if you um enjoy the podcast please support it like it If you have any questions, please ask it. I will do my best to answer them. If you feel that anything that I said that was incorrect, please. I love being educated. You know, I would love to hear people views on the um, situation with the gun security. In fact, I don't think I posted anything about that. I might post something like that on Facebook or something in the very, very near future. But anyway... Again, please stay safe. You know, take precaution. If you don't believe in getting vaccinated, that is your right. I would strongly suggest if that is not what you want to do, please get tested. Get tested on a regular basis. You know, you this almost everywhere now. There's a free testing, not only just free, but rapid results. You could get tested on a, you can get tested on a daily basis, but at least every 30 days, you should be tested. On my behalf, I'm, like I said, I'm fully vaccinated and I get tested probably once a week because of the nature of my job. But like I said, uh, stay safe. God bless. Take care. All right, guys, thanks for listening to There's a System to This Madness podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe. To continue the discussion that we had today, make sure to check out our Facebook page. See y'all next week.